Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 where talk is fun. Steve is back. Steve. All right, now I'm trying to do. Oh man, I'm trying to do. All right, work right now. I got bad news for you. Adjusted okay. lifetime gross of Top Gun: Colon Maverick. Okay. I think that instead of it being what is it number seven all time, having just eclipsed Titanic, when right. you adjust it for inflation, right? I believe that it would be number thirty-one, just oh. between Thunderball and Black Panther. I'm Please just saying that for math. context. Last week, Matt Belanger tried to explain the Pythagorean theorem twice. <laughs> Two different shows. Oh, no. Screwed it up both times. Yeah, I tweeted this out, and then someone yeah, went, um, you still got it wrong, buddy. No. Yeah. Oh, but he's coming back today. He'll be here at 930 to so share three can, things. Yeah, yes. we can make fun of him then. Yes. Thank you. Uh, can I tell you the bad news? Yes. Kim and Pete broke up, guys. <sighs> America's <laughs> first family. <laughs> I don't know overstate it, but they were yeah. our royals. They broke up, huh? They broke up. There's um, like 8,000 different reasons that the internet is suggesting. Well, is it because of his schedule? Is it because she didn't want to settle down? Well, it's their age difference. They're in two different places. She's got four children. Yeah. He's got a mustache. <laughs> he's 28. She's 41. Um, he's very spontaneous and impulsive. And just wants her to, like, hop on a plane and fly to New York or wherever he is on a moment's notice. And I think he's she's been in like, Australia quite a bit recently, too, for the last month. Rise, rise, up, rise, rise up, lads. Rise up, lads. Rise up, lads. Hey, it's Davidson. Oh, no, I went British. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell. Anyway, um, so Kim can't do that. She's a mom. Now, the other uh, in style says Kim wasn't feeling like she was willing to settle down with him just yet. She was, it was a fun fling, turned more serious over time, but she just wasn't like, okay, I'm ready. Right. Yeah. I mean, listen, it was great while it lasted. It was. Now let's see what other hot chick he's going to end up with. You know, if the, if history tells us anything is that Pete Davidson will probably rebound. He's a, he's sort of a serial dater. He dates a lot of people. One at a time. Yes. And, and very attractive people. Yes, that is, I feel like, objectively true at this point. It is. So, RIP to that relationship. Thank you. Okay, what what did you do this weekend? Well, first of all, I went to, I don't even know if you guys will even consider it a concert. Lord knows Rocco won't. But I went to, I think, a concert (laughs) over the weekend. 
It was at the XL Energy Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a concert that you guys probably wouldn't have been as interested in. Oh, any Wiggles? guesses? Wiggles. Wiggles. Okay, that's a good guess. Rocco, any guesses? Um, some sort of like uh, dads who live who went to school in a t- twelve-person schoolhouse singing songs of praise. Oh. You're. I'm gonna actually round up and give you credit. <laughs> really? All right. All right. Uh, there was a concert over the weekend. Remember Kirk Franklin? Kirk, Fra- oh, he was big in the gospel scene in like the '90s and 2000s. So Kirk Franklin teamed up with this new like gospel group called Maverick City. Okay. Who started out like singing in a church house in South Carolina? They would just sit around. I think it was like Thursday nights, and then they would just sing. Turns out a bunch of them were super talented, and then they started singing more, and then they started posting videos. Okay. Fast forward to now, here they are touring, and so it was at the X. And it was really great. I mean, there were some vocalists there that were unbelievable. So, first of all, I'm registering that as another concert that I have attended. Sure. It was very well produced. Kirk Franklin, Maverick City. Um, it was great. So, I went there with uh, my my buddy Nick and his wife Pam. And then my wife Lou, of course, as we celebrated our 17th wedding anniversary. Oh, guys, happy thank anniversary. You so much. Oh, no, I didn't mention it for you to say that, but thank you. And then my sister and uh, brother-in-law. Wow. So we go down. We're like, let's get dinner before the concert. I want to back up a second. Okay. Whose idea That's was Kirk this? That's Kirk Franklin right there. I'm looking at his picture right now. Pretty sure he's not going to swear here, so I'll keep no. going. No. <laughs> now, and that's, that's Chandler Moore from Maverick City. The first voice you heard was Kirk Franklin. He never sings. He always just does. He's like the hype guy. Mm. How do you know? Come all right, on. First of all. Come on. Whose idea was it to go? I think I saw an Instagram post and was like, oh, Lou, my wife, loves Maverick City. Okay. And I really like him, too, but she loves him. And I was like, hey, I bet this would be good. And then we quickly just sent out the note to everybody. And we're like, hey, essentially, you guys want to go to church on Saturday night? And cool. then and then we did. And then it got postponed. So this was their second to last tour date oh. before the end of their 36 tours. I mean, they were at Crypto.com Arena in L.A. Like oh, they, wow. They've been all over and drawn quite a big... Crowd, the Beebs uh, sometimes has gotten up and performed with them at really? some some places. Yeah, okay, super talented. Holy Hannah, but also you know super churchy. So you know you kind of got to be into that kind of thing. Sure. So we send a note out. We're like, hey, let's go. So we go, and then we said, hey, should we go get dinner beforehand? Yeah, sounds like a great idea. Ooh, where'd you go? There's a decision made to go to Red Cow in St. Paul. Sure. Okay. I've been to Red Cow since 2014. I've eaten there exactly one time, and I remember loving it. We get there. People have already looked at the menu ahead of time. They're excited. They're feeling ready for these certain burgers, all these cravings. We get to Red Cow. We park. I said, boy, parking was easy. There's a sign on their door written, pen on paper, and it says, we are experiencing plumbing issues and will not be accepting any new customers at this point. Hmm. So there was a plumbing issue that went wrong. Not so Wild much that people, they would kick people out right, who were already service. dining there. Okay, sure. But they're like, we can't take anybody else because once we get rid of these people, we have to fix this problem. Sure. So they were doing the right thing. So then we said, all right. I said, let's rebound, guys. People were dejected. They were bummed. They had already seen the menu and picked their orders. I understand. Let's go to Handsome Hog right next door. Right? Justin Sutherland, who's recently in a boating accident, is recovering. Yes, I was yes. like, hey, I've never eaten at Handsome Hog. Let's go to Handsome Hog. We walk into Handsome Hog and say, can I see the food menu? They said, well, that is a food menu. And it had snacks on it. Dinner didn't start until, I think, 5 o'clock. We were there like senior citizens at 4.30 because we wanted to have a nice long dinner before we went to the concert. 
All right, sorry, Handsome Hog. Now we're 0 for 2. Hey, the Gnome is down the street. I've never been to the Gnome. I've heard good things. Let's go to the Gnome. We go down to the Gnome. Table for 6, please. The first table for 6 we're going to have, it's 440 now, is at 630. Wow. Concert started at 645. Guess he's having hot dogs. This is really bad. <laughs> Somebody look up what else is around here. Oh, Revival oh, is oh, around here. That's that on my so list. I want to bring family Revival there. Once before. And uh, Chef Thomas Bamer, who is behind Revival. Is that a fried chicken place? It is. Mm. He has come on Twin Cities Live before. I used to be a major local television star. And so I've eaten the food when he's brought it there. Anyway, Revival says, we have a six-top open right now. We said, we are on our way. Pull up the direction, somebody. The suburban people. Six in a car. Get into a vehicle. Pull it up on GPS. GPS says you are 350 feet away from it. So we could have walked to this place. It's fine. <laughs> we get in there. We go. I get out to secure the table. The brisket that they had was fabulous. My wife had been craving a burger. And my wife has, and she will admit this, has a very particular taste where throughout our marriage, 17 years of bliss, we have had moments where it's like, I don't want to go to this restaurant because I just feel like you're going to be disappointed in whatever they give you. She has such a particular mm. taste. She loved the burger. Then we had people getting fried chicken. Mm. It was it was such oh a God. wonderful meal. The mac and cheese was great. Oh, the cornbread was great. Fried green tomatoes. Collard greens, great. Nummies. It was all delicious. So a group of six suburban people went to a church concert. And before that, we tried to get dinner and it took us four different places. But we finally got to sit down and it was wonderful. Man, you're lucky to get into a revival. We went there for my sister's birthday about a month ago. And yeah. Yeah, my brother and I, and I split a full bird. Oh, wow. Man. It's the time so that we went, Rocco. That's what got us in. Same. We were in the four, you know, it was like 445 when we sat down there. Is it casual? For sure. Dining. Oh, okay, gosh, great. Yes. Revival. I'm putting it on the list. Yeah, Thank right you. in St. Paul. And you're right on the street that has they're Red Cow. They're also in Minneapolis or in St. Yeah. Louis yeah. Park. And they were just in the news this week because they have they have kind of two locations in South Mini. One was chicken and one was meats, and now they've combined yes. them. I love it. Okay, All right, we got to take a break. Yeah, we do. we got to take a break. When we come back, <laughs> Donna was reading a headline that she couldn't even finish in the prep room. And I said, well, let's just let's say that she's going to do it right after the break. She's going to read the headline that she could not finish because she was laughing so hard. <laughs> Will it live up to our expectations now? We'll find out. That when we go back. Donna, Steve, my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's us, Donna and Steve, on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. We've also got... DJ Rock Lobster in the house. Now, Rocco, yes, yes. You're, we have a video thing that even though we're all in studio <laughs> together, it allows us to see each other. And particularly, I think Donna and I want to see you a little closer oh, okay. on these days. And you're in this tiny little box right now. It's like Donna is like the moderator on your Zoom call. Picture the Brady Bunch, the opening of the Brady Bunch. Okay. <laughs> yes. And we're just the three, just three of us. Stepkids. And Donna is like uh, Florence Henderson. Thank yeah, you. and I'm in so many ways. Cindy, <laughs> no, I notice whenever I sit in on Lauren Julia, Grant has like two big, two big images. So I'm like, I want that, but I can't do it for three. So I just made Donna big. But I, can't. I don't want to be big. I want to be little Donna. I, I want to be big. Yeah, that's what I figured. Make Steve big. Or no, wait, Rocco. No, the whole point is make you big. That's probably you true. go big. I probably should. Okay, fine. You guys right. talk about stuff. I'll go do that. All right, <sighs> bye now. All right, now. Things that make you go. Nothing in life like unmet expectations. We were in the prep room. 
Donna said, let me read you this headline. She read <laughs> half of it and then started laughing. And then she's like, let me try it again. Read half of it and started laughing. I said, well, why don't we save it? We'll do it at 9.15 and we'll, uh, we'll tease it and find out if she can get through it and if it's worth all of the laughs. Okay. So then I said, you know what? I don't think it's funny anymore. Because you found out the context of it. But I said, yeah. hey, I don't know the context. The, the listeners don't know the context. So, okay, so get ready to belly laugh, everyone. It just says, have you ever seen a fat 90-year-old? Bill Maher would like to know. That's <laughs> okay. the whole thing. But it, it tickled my fancy in the moment because I started thinking, have I? And the answer is no. Is the thinking that people just lose weight or if they're if they're heavier that, that maybe they don't live as long that's what i was wondering so he was doing this whole thing on obesity in america and the his this is him speaking not me so don't get all up in my business mm. but he was saying that healthy at any weight is bull crap he said people and their diets are tied to mortality. Mortality? Well, yeah. I'm not a doctor. I'm sure there's an element of truth to what he has to say there. Right. BMI, Healthy diet, I think, yeah. you know, matters in, in on certain areas of your health. Yeah. Impacts it. So I started thinking, do I know any fat 90-year-olds? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't. Isolate that, Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't. Like, I'm trying to think of a celebrity. Who's who's getting up there right now? Marlon Brando? Is he dead? Uh, so he's, he's been dead for dead. some time <laughs> okay, now. Okay, so he's definitely dead. What year did Marlon Brando pass? Oh, here we go. I know. <laughs> it was like the mid-90s, because he was in that movie, The Freshman. That was a great movie. Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. Okay, Marlon Brando died eight, 18 years ago, oh. July 1st, 2004. Oh, Bobby wow, Bonilla died. My bad. Bobby Bonilla, that you celebrate? Of course. <laughs> Bobby Bonilla is a, a former New York Mets player who famously made a contract for a deferred payment. And so from every year from 2010 until 2035, on July 1st, he gets $1.1 million a check from the New York Mets. Wow. And so people celebrate Bobby Bonilla Day in a myriad of ways. I that's, I'm usually off that day. And th- that contract just sold, like at an auction house this weekend. The paper contract yes. sold, yes. That's it. That's a sport. Good story, Donna. <laughs> that was strong. I mean, I just sometimes you're just half awake and you're just reading headlines. There are so many funny headlines. <laughs> That's Correct. Matt Belanger every morning on Five Eyewitness News. <laughs> at least right. during the four thirty half hour. I mean, he can't be fully. I when I used to do the the news, and I used to, I worked the news for seven months, guys. A former fake journalist. They would send me out there as a morning reporter, and so I don't... This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I have to do like a tease at five o'clock or like 4.58, something like that. And then I would do my first story at like 5.06. It was a dress rehearsal because you were like, no one's really awake right now, even though there are some people who are awake. But then you're like, there, you're you're gearing up. I would gear up. Now Matt can't even speak to this because he'll get fired if he even comments on it. You're gearing up for the six a.m. You're gearing up for the six a.m. And so the five o'clock is when you are, you know, testing some things. That's all. Sure. Can you hit the beginning of my things that make you go huh again? Just uh, the very beginning. All right, get this. Uh, This singer slash actress was the first woman to have a number one movie and album in the same week. The year was 2001. Cher. Not Cher. Movie slash actress. Movie slash actress. And she's still in the news today. Wait. She's. Movie. Madonna. Wait, why'd you say movie slash actress? What does that mean? I'm sorry. That's incorrect. This singer slash, slash actress. actress. Okay, singer slash actress. Cher was a good guest. Thank not you. Not bad. Yeah, I, we all saw a mask. It's not going to. Uh, oh, Jennifer Lopez. You got it. Yeah. Mm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, the movie was The Wedding Planner, and the album was J-Lo. Um, okay, well, now we know <laughs> why. Response, guys. Is this our Guinness Book of World Record? I don't Person? know. I'm yeah. not ready to comment. Is this all right, Matt? Come on, we'll turn your mic on. What do we got here? We're watching Five Eyewitness News right now, Minnesota Live. But you're welcome for the free blog. Yeah, uh, it's the woman with the longest fingernails uh, in the world. Oh, no, fingernails. she's in our building today. She's downstairs. Right I now. thought she was holding yarn. No, that was no, no. Off they're her, her real nails. I, I thought we were just looking at hair. Collectively, the of her they're hair. 42 feet long. Hand, you know, I fingernails. can't. No. Do Go not get her, let her. Wait, yeah, <laughs> my back itches. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, wait, here. but that looks like yarn. <laughs> no, that's her nails. She just painted them. She said it takes her hours, days. What but... if she breaks one? We gotta go. <laughs> Bye now. Good morning. Welcome back to the show, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. It is Monday and it's 9:30, so that means this. Come on, Matt, talk to me. That's that guy from the TV. That is one messed up little dude. Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Talking with Matt on Monday. Um, okay. Maddie. I love that little Maddie at the end. Maddie. Maddie Belanger is here. He yeah. uh, was filling in last week on Thursday and Friday. Thank you so much, Matt, for doing that. We'll My get to the pleasure. Pythagorean theorem in a moment. Stop it. Um, now, Matt. Uh, there's a woman on Five Eyewitness News right now who is a Guinness World Record holder for having right. what? Turn on the TV yeah, if you're at home it. and listening. Right, pop yeah. this up here. This is the yeah. longest uh, fingernails in the world. Do you go to a nail salon? Like, how does that all... Great question. I have to pop my nail and be like, oh, that's too much. I mean, I can't imagine you walk in into back. a nail salon. <laughs> yeah, I go to the nail shop. And when I go, um, they'll see me come and they get to talking to them on there and they be like... Not it. Uh, not it. Not it. <laughs> Kristen. So what you're what, obviously if you can't see it right now, Explain this woman this, has um, her fingernails. She has the Guinness World Record for length of nails grown on a person's hands. Because I guess she could do this with toenails too. You oh, know? sure. But yeah. she has the hand variety. So her fingernails, when you add them all up in length. So like this one mm. plus this one plus this one, all of them are longer than 42 feet collectively. They look like walking sticks. And they're yeah. each like, what is that? At least 
eight inch, eight feet. Uh, I changed my mind, Matt. Do not bring her up here. Those are weird. Oh, <laughs> Rocco's out now. <laughs> they look Rocco almost like a weird. yarn really texture to me. Like yeah. I thought that it was fabric when we oh first turned oh. it on. Oh, is she crying? Is she crying? No, Turn it I up. Wait, let's listen. Turn it up. Is she, let's no, listen. she's smiling. The Minnesota Live returns. We're going to ask Diana how she dials the numbers on her phones other than handing the phone to her. Okay. There you oh, go. Okay. She's dabbing That's something. A tease, Maybe baby. she has a sniffles. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. that. I think she was crying. Well, oh anyway, this is... But actually, this is a, a good get for our new program in the mornings at yeah. 9 on Channel 5, Minnesota Live. It's her Great. first interview. Oh, my. Television interview. Very first. Uh, oh. After getting that title. So, so yeah, you saw it here first. Do and you know where she's from? It's really nice to be able to talk to her and, and kind of hear her story. So. And what's nice is Minnesota Live's executive producer... Uh, Mike Marcotte, you know, if you you only find this out if you talk to him for a minute, but he is an adjudicator <laughs> catch him. for the uh, Guinness World Records. Yeah. Right. And so he, yeah. he's probably got all sorts of contacts. He's got here. our number. He's got people. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so that it's so great. So multitask. Turn on Channel 5, that watch was, that in the background, listen to us. That was a bonus, right? That was a little, yeah, that was not number one. Here listen it comes. And we'll number, talk, number one. I still want to clear my name about the Pythagorean theorem later. We'll okay, number one. Uh, actually, big news this morning uh, out of the news department. The first, very first commissioner of community safety is in place now in the job in Minneapolis. So this is a Great. created job we haven't had before. Right. Remember how we collectively as the city residents voted to restructure the city government. Mayor Fry was in favor of that and voters approved it. And so this is p- a part of that okay. change. Okay. And this is a new commissioner overseeing all of the departments of public safety in Minneapolis. Police, fire, 911, mm. Office of uh, Emergency Management, the whole works. And basically, this man, uh, Dr. Cedric Alexander, is going to be the person who's tasked with fighting the rising violent crime in Minneapolis. I mean, wow. talk about a job, right? No kidding. Wow. And so he, he spoke this morning. He was sworn in at 8.30. In his comments, he asked for the public's help to help him in this uh, uh, process. Uh, he said he's going to need everybody. Mm-hmm. And he said he has a meeting today with the interim police chief, Amelia Huffman. Uh, among his goals for the city, you got to rebuild the trust in police in the community, yeah. he says. Yeah. And um, he also needs to get a new permanent police chief from Minneapolis, too. So big job. Boy, and it's his first day today. Work cut out for him. Yeah. Goodness oh, gracious. All right, well, we hope that he's very successful. Uh, Obviously, course. everybody in and around the Twin Cities, Minneapolis in particular, wants him to be very successful mm-hmm. at yep. his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, number two. Number, number two. two. Tomorrow's primary election day in Minnesota. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, see, yes. I, I did this for Donna. Snuck up on me. Did, yeah. he, okay. did, you, did you tell him how last week I handled your garbage slash recycling situation? Yeah, I still haven't called. I'm her concierge, <laughs> basically. Like, I'm, I'm like, and here's the number to the utility department. In That's it, it's the reporter in him. He can't, yes, help, can't help himself. Myself. He just starts it's researching. Great to have a reporter friend. He passes me a phone number. He goes, here, call today. I'm like, <laughs> whoa, okay. Thank you. Uh, and I'm not even charging you. So, Thank um, you. anyway, uh, if you didn't know, tomorrow's the primary election. Donna is reminded of that now and um, you can vote early absentee in person today until five so if you wanted to go and get it done today to avoid any kind of line tomorrow you could, you could do that before five today otherwise after five you got to wait then until polls open seven o'clock tomorrow morning okay. lots on the ballot now remember it's a primary so we're choosing eventually who's going to show up in the november general election ballot okay. but it's still very important local contest we're talking county attorneys sheriffs school boards uh, you got the governor's race though statewide and the attorney general right a couple high 
hotly contested congressional races too. So it's a it's a big one, you know. And uh, obviously, uh, a lot of people energized with uh, some of the recent news: the Supreme Court decision, Roe v. Wade, might mm-hmm. be driving some people to the polls. Sure. So uh, yeah, tomorrow election day in Minnesota. Okay. okay. Goodness gracious, mm-hmm. it's all heating up. And then wait, when's November going to be? Or what are we? Is it three months later? Wow, is November in three months? <gasps> That's sounds don't September, say October, it November. Out loud. Don't. That's true, though. Stop it. Wow. Okay. All right. So yeah, primary day tomorrow. Donna. Number, number three. three. Woo-hoo. Um, people say there's not enough good news on the news. I've heard that said before. Yeah. So here's some good news we yeah. had this morning for you. Okay. In Somerset, Wisconsin, there was a seven-year-old girl, and her grandfather, together. They're working to just bring more books to young readers across their community. That's sweet. Listen, so this little girl, um, she is uh, inspired because she went to the Little Free Library. Yes. Her name's Leah, by the way. And she went to a Little Free Library, and she opened it up, and she was devastated because there were no children's books in there. Oh. Okay? She's seven, you know? Yeah. And she's just learning to read. And so... um, so she said, I'm going to solve this problem, and I'm going to build my own little free library. So her, she, her grandpa built the box. She painted it pink. And, uh, you know, this morning we had the little side-by-side of her little sketch of what it should look like. And then it really looks like the drawing. Oh, was, how cute is that? I know. It was really adorable. And then she filled it with children's books. And so there it is in that community now. Um, Sorry, That's, we're all listen, watching the nails uh, yes. again. For that, that little seven-year-old girl is going to change the world. She's she already amazing, is, which is wonderful. <laughs> Minnesota Live is back now with the nail lady. We're watching someone who has also changed the world to the tune of a world record. Oh, she's dialing she's a phone. showing the world's longest fingernails is in our studio today downstairs in the television studios. And is showing how she dials a phone. Now, let me tell you exactly how many calls I would have to make before I cut those damn nails off. <laughs> Exactly one call. <laughs> and I'd be like, the heck with this. It's the most bizarre thing. Like, why would you? It I, is so I, fascinating. Why would you do that to yourself? Listen, who are we to judge? Everybody's I mean, right? good at something. That's what I'm talking about. Like, so what? She wanted to go for it. She, and you know what? She, actually, guys, she has, and I, I don't have it on the tip of my tongue, but she has an inspiring story. I think, if I'm not mistaken, she lost someone. In I the see. past, oh, wow. and she was inspired to kind of do this in 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 honor of that individual. Oh, I see, and so okay. it's become a labor of love on top of it. Um, and remarkable to see, I, I might say. I mean, yeah. look at that it's yeah. very yeah. difficult to turn away. We should not have turned this on. Now, Matt, like you'll go from here. She has a ring on. How long do you think that takes <laughs> to get over? <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, Questions. Rocco, can we turn it off just to hear 30 seconds of the conversation right now with uh, Real fast. Chris Hager? Her nails Christian are the same the height lady? as she is. What now? She's going to try to brush her hair or something? The hour-long guest? Look, 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 look how careful well, she has Donna, to be. Well, go through the process of getting this woman in. All right, she's got a wooden spoon in her hand. Oh, she uses, like, her knuckles. Go ahead. Her fingers. Go Somebody needs to ask this. Go Going ahead. to the bathroom. Oh, oh no. Oh, here we go. Turn it up. Yes. What is that like? Oh, my God. Well, if I go to the washroom, I can go to the washroom. But uh, my daughter told me, Ma, you need to stop using the washroom in public. Somebody's going to take your picture see you sitting on the toilet. <laughs> so so oh. now when I go to the washroom, I really do be looking like... Yeah, because uh, it might be like... Under the stall, like what? Yeah. Dirty floor. My daughter off camera here just <laughs> laughing. So. One time I did call a little kid, a boy, looking up on the door at me. I say, 
Excuse what the? Matt, are you gonna, you're you're a TV guy. Are you going to go downstairs no. and try to get a picture with her? I'm or going something? home. <laughs> Matt, come on. I'm tired. No, you have to go talk to the newsroom and say, <laughs> "What's our afternoon beat?" Kids? I'm I'm leaving that up to Chris Anger, and he's got it covered. Wow. She's amazing, though. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad she Incredible. stopped by and came and shared her story. It's yeah, amazing man. to see this on television, yeah. too. It's, it's, it's really definitely a visual story, I would say. But yeah. Maybe next it'll be the guy with the bee beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Please don't bring that into the into the building. That, would be, <laughs> right, that, was, exactly. wow. that is really something. What did you do this weekend, Matt? What was the highlight of your uh, weekend? Oh, my gosh. Well, Kyle came home after an extended time away, so that Aww. was nice. So now we're all reunited. Happy family. Happy puppies. You Where know? had he been? It was, uh, he was out in California or? visiting his sister. Oh, okay, yeah. great. So uh, it's nice to have him back. And I tried to stop daily over. Life. Oh, you've tried to invite yourself to see my dogs. <laughs> I was like, you don't even have to like let me in. Just let the dogs out. Oh my gosh! It's just, she just wants to stand in my front yard and. I just wanted to see the dogs. The it's on we're my gonna, way home. We're going to get it arranged. We're going to get it arranged. I promise. Can I ask a question about a corgi, which might lead into a story anything, after the break? Anything but the Pythagorean theorem. Which I hear went. I just bombed it. Okay, now I know what it is. Leave me alone. Two shows in a row. I heard two attempts I made a video in a row fixing it and did that wrong. It's on Twitter. Anyway, yes. Um, is a corgi a lassie dog? Is that like lassie or what's no. that called? That's a collie. A collie. Yeah. Okay, but your dogs are short and furry, right? Yeah. Kind of yes. like a wiener dog. Most dogs have fur. Sir, yes. But like, but like shed furry. Oh yeah, I put. I recently put a photo on Facebook about the shedding. Can you show me a picture of your dog? Because I want to. I want to look be at clear. the Queen's dogs. Yeah, you know these you guys. There, there's the one. That's Fisher. Okay, all right. And so then there's Finley. Kind of dog. I was. Is not what you were thinking of? Well, I, I no, I encountered a situation over the weekend, and we'll do it after the break. Okay. But we have a jam packed. If you see something, say something. Mm. Not all heroes wear capes. Oh, oh boy. And I was <laughs> Whenever in, he starts with that. I was involved in a rescue. In a rescue. Oh. Over the weekend that Donna, I think you will be very wow. happy with what I did I'm and how I acted in the spur of the moment. It involved a dog and a rescue. And I not only simultaneously helped save the dog, there was a moment where I thought I was going to kill the dog. <gasps> While dun, what I dun, thought were dun. his owners were watching, I'll explain it all. And if you see something, say something. Maddie B, watch him from 1 a.m. until like Stop 12 p.m. Stop it. 4.30 <laughs> in Channel the morning 5. tomorrow. Channel 5. Right, see you then. He's growing his nails as we speak. All right, more <laughs> Donna's Day. Come on. Bye. Bye. Good morning. Welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve saw something. <sighs> Not only did he say something, he did something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Also, today is Scott Stapp's 49th birthday. Lead singer of Creed. Oh, no. Well, I just hurl. We'll get to that later. I okay, hope. great. I, uh, I have to tell you about something that happened to me on my way home from the gymnasium over the weekend. Okay. So there I was. Had just absolutely, Rocco, and I need to be clear about this, slayed a bison tries workout. Okay. okay. I mean, the pump that I was experiencing was next level. When do I need to play the dramatic music? Anytime? Do it now. <laughs> okay. 
I've got my two-year-old in the back seat of the car. And I'm driving down this road, two-way. Probably a 35 mile per hour speed limit. And I see this man sprinting after a dog, like a little low to the ground lassie dog up on this grassy hill. And I thought, is he playing with that dog or is he trying to catch that dog? What's going on here? Was it an older man? Middle aged, you know, the 40s, probably maybe 30s. Doesn't matter. He was running fast. Dog comes down the grassy hill and I look over and think, oh, no. He's trying to catch that dog, Before and that dog is about car. to jump out into this street. You know, Rocco, Never I, chase I'm not a dog, feeling by this. The way. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Music, could you change it to something else? Like <laughs> um, epic emotional. movie soundtrack, oh, maybe I'm do sure. that. Um, this is emotional. That Here we go. Fine. This is what I need. And I see this dog come out toward the road and I thought, that thing is going to get hit. He jumps out into the road. Stevie Boy immediately, first of all, breaks, slows down, puts my hazards on. Start flashing the lights at the other cars that are coming who don't know there is somebody's family pet out in the road. The dog cuts across in front of my van. I then keep the hazards on and drive alongside of it. And I'm thinking, where'd this guy go who was chasing the dog? Now I see a woman coming up on the sidewalk, jogging. And I thought, okay, is this your dog? I put my hazards on. Now I get out of the car because everybody has sort of slowed behind me. And I see the dog and I go and try to chase this dog. And I'm getting close to it, come here buddy, come here. And then he jets and I was like, oh my gosh. So then I start running after him. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, I can't run. I'm gonna chase him out into the road. And, and he's you have gonna a baby get in the car. There's a baby in the car. I'm gonna chase the dog into the road. And the woman who's chasing the dog is gonna watch as I essentially try to help, but end up hurting, possibly killing her dog. He could have run out in the street and been hit. The woman gets near me. I said, is that your dog? No, it's not my dog. I know whose it is. They live. We used to live near them. They're out on the main street down there. There were guys that were doing some work there. And then the dog got out. The guy who I saw chasing them was one of the construction guys. Then I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'll keep driving up and I'm going to go see if I can get them somehow. I'll try to divert them, slow them down. I have no food. Nothing. I just, you know, crushed protein. It was all in my body. (laughs) For my body. I'm not I've mentioned Stevie Boy starts to pull away. And she's like, wait, wait, stop, stop. And I see another guy who I hadn't seen before. He is dripping in sweat. I was like, this guy needs a ride. He's trying to get this dog too. So now I suddenly have a hitchhiker in my car driving shotgun. I said, is that your dog? No, I'm doing construction on this house. And my buddy was doing construction there too. And the door got open and the dog ran out. He had already run a significant distance trying to catch this dog all around this neighborhood. Like a long way. We get down, and I pull into a street, and I see somebody else now chasing the dog. And he said, just let me out here. And I said, all right, I'm going to let you out here. I will go around to the main street, see if I can cut him off. The guy cuts through this path. I go back around to the main street. There's another van with its hazards on waving me down. They think I'm the owner. Oh, funny. And I pull over, and I said, hey, is the dog here? I feel like we should be playing the theme to Benny Hill. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. We can try it. Then I, I get there, and the the guy said, the dog is here. And I said, listen, this is not my dog. I'm just a part of the committee now. 
We're all trying to get this dog. The dog is laying down in the front yard. And I thought, okay, he's tired. He's tired. He's tiny little legs. He's run all over the place. So then I said, all right, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to go and try to get this dog. I walk up toward the dog and I say, here, buddy, I got a treat. I got a treat. I don't have a treat. But the owner of the the, the construction guy had gotten back into the house, came out, found a bag of treats. So now I start trying to get him the treat. I get the treat. He throws me the treat. I stand up and say, here's the treat. Dog, pew, gets away from me. (laughs) This dog was so damn fast. I cannot understand how it was so fast with such little legs. It goes around back. I said, all right, I'm going to pull my van in. I pull my van in off the main street where the hazards are on. And I'm like, I probably shouldn't have Dev out there alone in a car haphazardly parked on the I side of the street. I was going to say, but okay. We pull into the parking lot of this, this condo situation. And <laughs> there's now a bicyclist. The bicyclist is standing outside of this garage, of this garage looking in. And I, I wish said, it was a unicyclist. It would go better with the music. We in our neighborhood. <laughs> this guy's a bicyclist. Oh and my God. I said, hey, is the dog in there? And he's looking in, squinting, and he said, yeah, he's in the garage. I said, all right, is the man who's looking for the dog in there, too? And he said, uh, nope, the dog just got out. The dog ran through the garage, through the door into the house, through the front door that was still oh open because we tried to get him treats. Gosh. Dog comes around again. Back. I now have my car blocking traffic like a police car would be if they were sure. trying to divert a runaway car or something right. like that. We go and get him another treat. I said, toss me another treat. He gets me a treat. Now I'm walking toward the dog. Dog goes to another garage, somebody else's garage. The man sneaks up behind him, finally gets the dog. The dog snipping at him, biting at him. So I come in with my Katie canine tot. That's what I do to calm the dog down. Oh, see, I would have stuck my finger up his butt. It's very (laughs) different. Cue the Betty Hill music. So then, so then the guy gets the dog. I open the garage, and then we make sure the front door is closed, the door to the house is closed, and I said, look, I'll get the garage closed behind me. And by the way, the guy says, I feel like I need to pay you or something. I said, you don't. I'm happy to help not all heroes wear capes. At this point, the first guy who had been chasing the dog 10 minutes ago that I saw... He just makes his way into the oh garage. Oh my gosh. And just it's gives epic. me knuckles and is like, hey, thanks so much, man. I, I have questions. Go ahead. Was the homeowners, were the homeowners in the home? It does not appear as such. So they probably don't even know that their dog got out. And probably the guys who were working on the house don't want the homeowners to know that the dog got out. I think they do know that the dog got out because the woman that I saw who flagged me down earlier in this adventure. She said, I know whose dog this is because we used to live near them. Sure. She said, they're the house on the main street that probably doesn't have a front door right now. <laughs> oh, right. A new door oh my God, that's hilarious. Um, okay. But it was a whole thing. No, I bet you those guys will say, hey, we opened the door to get a ladder or something like that. And the dog jetted out. The homeowners will probably feel terrible when they realize that these guys ran all over Kingdom Come deep sweat i have a friend whose dog does that we've chased it all over my neighborhood Mm. i had a rescue um foster dog that i had to you try not to chase them because then that encourages them to run to run yeah but it's tough not to chase them when they're already running so hard well you the dog's been found did amazing thank you steve for your work thank you donna you still got that baby the baby's still no, right. intact. Okay, yeah, good. baby's still intact. And then right, I found good. out that night that my friend Nick, who went to the concert and dinner with us on Saturday night, he said, finish your story. And then I got a story. When he was in Kansas last week, there was a woman standing in the middle of her highway because her puppy had gotten loose. Oh, Nick Lord. puts his car 
in park, hazards on, baby in the back, and he goes and helps rescue this dog. That's really coincidental. Ain't that something? Or serendipitous? See something, say something. Today at 11 o'clock on Channel 11, I think it's going to be around 11.35 or 11.40. But uh, remember, I was in New York uh, a couple times these last couple of weeks. If you want to see me climb to the top of Edge as a part of New York City climb and then hang off of the building, leaning over, looking down. I showed Donna a little sampler video and she got all stomach sick. It was like, oh, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's an exhilarating video. There's unbelievable drone footage. So Kelly and Ryan today, uh, 11 o'clock on Channel 11, um, should be a lot of fun. We'll get it up on our My Talk social later, too. Music news and a dirt alert when we come back.